You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. E-S-N-Y. <laughs> Hello. How are we? Anything uh, interesting happened with the Giants the last week or so? Anything we should discuss, talk about, celebrate? What's going on? Episode 107 of the Wide Right Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey. As always, of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. It is snowing in New York City. A lot. It is like a blizzard outside. I saw, I'm not sure how many inches New York City is now supposed to get. So it's Saturday morning at around 11. It's 11.19 Saturday morning. Earlier in the week, I saw there was something that they said New York City was supposed to get between 2 and 20 inches, and I'm like, that does not even, that's just not specific at all. I mean, that's that's a very wide margin. Um, I'm not sure how many inches New York City is supposed to get now. I don't know what the latest on that is, but it's a blizzard here in New York City. I am in my apartment bedroom. Uh, I don't have much of a view from my window it's basically the brick wall that's part of the building next door is basically my view but it is uh yeah it's really all i see is the brick wall and flurries so it's it's snowing a shit ton basically but that's not what here what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about the changes that have been made within the giants organization in my last podcast excuse me in my last podcast episode episode 106 which you could still listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, if you have not already, I would recommend uh, going to check it out. Obviously, as always, it was a great episode. Um, my last episode, episode 106, was titled, Joe Judge and Dave Gettleman are gone! Exclamation point. This podcast episode is titled, which you already saw because you had to see it to click on it, is called, Brian Dayball and Joe Shane are here. Because that is was the massive change the Giants made in the last couple weeks. John Mara put the foot down. Fire Joe Judge. I'm still not over the fact that he let Dave Gettleman retire, quote-unquote retire, after he went 19-46 over four years. I'll work on getting over it, but I I, I, don't know, I don't know if I'll make any progress when it comes to that. I'm just going to make you guys aware. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to get over the fact that John Mara allowed Dave Gettleman to finish out the season, the 2021 season, and quote-unquote retire after going 19-46 and 46 in four years. But that's in the past. Gettleman and Judge are gone. Joe Shane, Brian Dable are here. And let me tell you, I'm a Giants realist. It's in my Twitter bio. You can go check it out, at RyanHoneySNY. I tell you guys every single episode. I don't know if anyone follows me. When I say that, but 
whatever. You can go check it out at Ryan Honey ESNY. In my Twitter bio, I have after the whole thing, you know, senior uh, NFL analyst, uh, elite podcaster, elite sports New York, whatever. Um, I say I'm a Giants realist in the bio, and it's true. I am, and basically, a Giants realist by my definition means. I will bash the Giants when bad things happen, which I do, and I will praise them when good things happen. Most of my episodes have been me bashing them. Why? Because they've won three games total since I started this podcast two years ago. Not actually. I think it's been like, I don't know, six, 10, 14 games total since I started this podcast. It's been mostly bashing them since September of 2019 when I started this podcast. But today, I will be praising them. Why? Because something good happened. Two good things happened. They made two incredible hires. Joe Shane was an incredible hire. He comes from the turnaround in Buffalo where the Bills went on a 17-year playoff drought and have now made the playoffs four to the last five years. They're one of the AFC powerhouses, them and the Chiefs, as well as maybe the Bengals. The Bengals are sort of, you know, obviously they're playing this Sunday in the AFC Championship. They're on the come up, but the Bills have been pretty good for a couple years now. He comes from that. And they can, it's it's a total upgrade from Dave Gettleman. It really is. I don't know anybody who could argue that. It's a total upgrade from Dave Gettleman. When you look at his recent the recent aspects of his resume, how he came from Buffalo, he was hired in Buffalo in 2017. They've made the playoffs four out of the five years he's been with. He was with that organization. It's a great hire. He was part of the drafting of Josh Allen. He was part of the trade for Stephon Diggs. He's got a lot of noteworthy recent components of his resume, which all make this a great hire. It is a huge step up from Dave Gettleman. And he's who I wanted. I wanted Joe Shane. You know, there are other guys. There was Ryan Poles from Kansas City. Um, He's now the GM of the Bears. That was a great candidate. Um, I'm sure he'll do excellent in Chicago. Um, But, you know, Joe Shane was the guy I wanted. And uh, they listened to me. They did. I I wrote an article a couple or about a week and a half ago. The Giants could take the Buffalo Bills approach to filling out the GM and the head coach roles by hiring Joe Shane and Brian Dable. They did exactly that. I'm not saying they read the article and brought it up in meetings and said, hey, we should say we should do what this guy, Ryan Honey, says. But I mean, like, I, who knows, really? I mean, I, I could be, I think I am, I, I, I think I'm, I, I might be the voice of reason. I'm serious. I might be the voice of reason. Seriously, with the Giants. I mean, if I'm saying they should hire Joe Shane and Brian Dable and they do both a week later or whatever it was, who's to say I'm not? But regardless, Joe Shane's a great hire. And uh, yeah, it's a step up from Dave Gettleman. It really is. Hopefully Joe Shane does not draft a running back in the first round. But anyway, uh, and then yesterday, Friday, Friday night, they announced the hire. The Giants do. They it was first reported by you know Rappaport, Schefter, the usuals. Uh, the Giants announced the hire of Brian Dable as head coach. And I'm going to tell you this: for a couple days, or not a couple, I mean, like a day and a half, two days, whatever it was, 
I was kind of annoyed at the Giants. I really was. I was like, they, you know, they're interviewing Leslie Frazier a second time. You know, there's, obviously they were interested in Dan Quinn, who ended up uh, eventually backed out. He's now returning to Dallas as the defensive coordinator once again. He's done a great job there. Uh, I was a little annoyed at the Giants for a couple of days for continue for I guess ex- not really expanding the search, but you know still doing their due diligence and other candidates. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I literally was like, they have. There are multiple teams who still need head coaches. There are multiple interviews still going on with multiple candidates, and the Giants seemingly had a wide open layup to arguably the top two candidates on the market, Brian Dayball and Brian Flores, the recently fired Miami Dolphins head coach. Let me rephrase that. There are multiple teams looking for head coaches, and the Giants could get either of the top two candidates. Why were they interviewing Leslie Frazier? Why were they doing due diligence and other guys? Like, what, what, I, I was annoyed for a couple days. I'm like, get this done. I think it was Thursday night. Uh, um, Thursday during the day, I was like, I think I tweeted Thursday night. I would stay up all night figuring out whether Dayball or Flores is your guy. Make the decision and then give that man the job. Whoever, whoever you choose, give that man the job first thing Friday morning. I was annoyed. I was like, get this done. You don't want any other team swooping in. If Dayball and Flores are your guys and you got to choose between those two, don't allow any team to swoop in and take either one of them. You have a wide open layup to either of those two guys. Get it done. Of course, now I'm not annoyed because they got it done and they hired the guy that I wanted, Brian Dable. Listen, I if you wanted Brian Flores, I completely understand. I get it. He led the Dolphins to back-to-back winning seasons with Tua Tungavailoa at quarterback for the majority of that period. Tua, who are a guy that I'm not high on. I know he improved this past year. I know he's efficient, I guess. I mean, with the whole the, the completion percentage, you can look it up. I'm not a big Tua guy. He's He's limited. If you wanted Brian Flores, who had that success despite zero playoff appearances, who had that success in Miami with Tua Tungavailoa, a quarterback of the majority of that period, I get it. If, if, if you wanted him, I totally get it. The reason I wanted Brian Dayball, though, is because this Giants offense was atrocious the last two years. Second to last in the league in total yards and points each of the last two years. Two straight years, second to last in the league. That's not ideal. Whether you follow football or not, and I don't know if anyone who doesn't follow football is listening, but if you don't follow football, you probably still know that is not good. It's common sense. It's common knowledge. Second to last in total yards and points each of the last two years. Giants offense was atrocious. They needed an offensive-minded individual to lead the staff moving forward. And Brian Dable is that guy. The, the, excuse me, the Bills have been top five in both total, uh, total points and total yards each of the last two years. Josh Allen has gone from a mediocre quarterback at best, at best, in 2018-2019 to now the last two years, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Josh Allen, if, he's, if he stays on this incline... I, there's there's got to be a conversation next year of him being as good, if not better, than Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying he is now, 
Don't crush me now. I'm not saying Josh Allen is as good or better than Patrick Mahomes right now. But next year, if he's on this incline and he consistently uh, improves, there's got to be some sort of conversation of, is is Josh Allen better than Patrick Mahomes? I'm serious. Brian Dable was a part of that development of Josh Allen. So given how Buffalo has been offensively the last couple of years, given how Josh Allen has been uh, has improved the last couple of years, Brian Dable was the guy to hire. That's who I wanted. I, I thought it was an absolute... If you wanted Flores, that's totally fine. I totally get it. And I liked Flores too. I think if, if they weren't going to get Dable, I think Flores would have been the number one choice. Absolutely. It would have been my number one choice. I know, I know for a fact. But when you look at how Buffalo has been the last couple of years offensively, you need you needed a guy like that to come in and uh, and improve this offense because this Giants offense has been horrendous, both with and without Jones. Daniel Jones playing, you know, with with when Jones was healthy, it was you know it, it was still not great. There were some games where it was okay. You know, the the, the game against uh, the Saints earlier in the year where they won in overtime that was good. They could go to offensively. They had the loss to the Washington football team week two. Remember that missed field goal with Dexter Lawrence's offside? That the offense was uh, productive in that game. So there were some times when Jones was playing when uh, the offense uh, had its moments, but overall, it, it, not a good offense at all. I mean, I just told you that where they ranked in total yards and points each of the last two years. Not a good offense at all. And when Jones wasn't playing and it was Mike Lennon and Jake Fromm, and geez, I, don't, I didn't want to talk about that. Seriously, that was atrocious. Giants needed an offensive-minded guy to lead the staff, and that's what Brian Dayball is going to be. Now, will he work out? Who knows? All of these head coaches, every single head coach hire, when it's their first head coaching job in this league, is a shot in the dark. They're all shots in the dark. I mean, Bill Belichick was a shot in the dark once. Look how that turned out. Sean McVay was a shot in the dark. Kyle Shanahan shot in the dark. They're all shot in the dark. Just because they were good coordinators doesn't mean they could be good head coaches. I mean, Ben McAdoo was a great, uh, not great, but he was a good offensive coordinator for the Giants. They were top 10 offense when he was the offensive coordinator. Then, obviously, we know how that turned out when he was a head coach. Just because they're good coordinators doesn't mean they're good head coaches. Pat Shermer was a good offensive coordinator with Minnesota. You know, the NFC Championship with um, Case Keenum. Then look how that turned out. He won nine games in two years with the Giants as head coach. Every head coaching hire, when it's their first head coaching job, or even their second, third, whatever it is, it's their, it's a shot in the dark. They're all shots in the dark. That's how it is. Dayball's a shot in the dark. But if you're going to take a chance, I wanted to take him, I wanted them to take a chance on Dayball. Just because what he could bring to this offense. Will it work out? Hopefully. But who knows? Seriously, who knows? You never know. He could be back to being an offensive coordinator in two years. He could be back to being he could be a quarterback's coach in two years. Who knows? That's what's so great about this league. You never know. There's a lot of suspense. There's a lot of wait and see type of situations. Yeah, you, you, you never know what's gonna happen. But obviously, we're all hoping Brian Dable is the guy. And it works out moving forward. Because this franchise has needs an absolute turnaround. And they're on the right path, too. After five straight years of losing. John Mayer puts the foot down. Gentlemen, you know, I, I, obviously I don't like how they handle that situation, as I've said multiple times, quote-unquote retired. Uh, but Gettleman's gone. Fired Joe Judge. They should have fired him on Black Monday. They fired him the following day, that Tuesday. But whatever, you know, who cares at this point. Um, Giants are on the right path. Got their GM. Got their coach. 
Now they got to figure out things when it comes to, you know, the quarterback, Daniel Jones, who knows what's going to happen with that situation. Uh, improve the offensive line, improve the pass rush, multiple things they still got to do. It's not, the work isn't done. The work is never done. Not in this league. But the Giants are on the right path. And I'm incredibly, I'm so excited right now for the Giants. I think they've made a great hire with the GM, with Shane, made a great hire uh, bringing in Dayball. I really do. I'm excited. It, will it work out? Who knows? You never know. As I've said, you never know. But I think the Giants, uh, I think this is a, uh, if they're going to make any hires, um, I think this was, uh, these were the right ones, Shane and Dayball. I really do. I'm excited. There, As I said, there's still work to be done though. Seriously, they, 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 you know, they got to, who knows what's going to happen with Daniel Jones in the quarterback position. Do they draft the quarterback early in the first round? They have the five and seven pick, the number five and number seven overall picks. Obviously, the latter is via uh, the, the Chicago Bears trade from last year. Uh, who knows what they could do? I, I, listen, I, if they're not going to go quarterback at number five, I totally want them to go tackle. It's clear and obvious Nate Solder is not the guy at the right tackle spot. It's clear and obvious that Matthew Parrott isn't either. They got to go tackle. Whether it's Evan Neal out of um, Alabama, Al- excuse me, Alabama, uh, or Equinu from um, NC State, whoever it is, you know, I, I, uh, they, they got to go. T- if they're not going to go quarterback at number five, they got to go tackle at number five. They got to revamp that offensive line because like, obviously Andrew Thomas is a staple in that offensive line at left tackle. But Shane Lemieux, who knows what's going to happen there? Who knows what's going to happen with Nick Gates at center? Will Hernandez might be gone, right guard. Uh, as I said before, Nate Solder, Matthew Parrott don't seem to be the answer at right tackle. So there, there could be various pieces on that offensive line that are various new guys in that offensive line next year. They got to figure out the right tackle spot, though. They really do. Andrew Thomas, a left, that's a staple, but they can get someone, you know, either of the two guys I just said uh, early in the first round. If either is available, I mean, there's a chance that both those guys are gone by the fifth pick. They're that good, really. So I, they got to go tackle number five if they can, really. Number seven, they have a couple of options. I mean, they, they, they could go maybe guard, maybe edge rusher, maybe trade back, and then address either the offensive line or the uh, pass rush, middle of the first round, late first round, whatever they trade back to. So that, that, that I'm, I'm not in draft mode really right now. That's, I get into, so what's it, almost February, January, what is it, January 29th? She's already like almost February. Oh my God. Uh, I will get into free agency mode like in over the next few weeks, month or so, uh, next few weeks, month and a half, whatever. I think it's March 16th, month and a half or so. And then I'll get into the draft. I'll get into my draft mode where I lock in. I do my like film reviews and all that, uh, which I've done the last couple of years. But it's, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just giving you a glimpse of what I think they should do. Tackle at five. If, if, it, if they're not getting the quarterback at, uh, in the draft, tackle at number five. And then guard, edge rusher, trade back at number seven. That's what I. It could. My opinion could change. It usually does. Um, but if the draft was right now, I would say do those things. So it's it's like at at the same time, it's like incredibly depressing. They have a top five pick again. They had what was it? Barkley was two, Jones was six. So not it's it's depressing. They have another top ten pick, I should say. Barkley was two, Jones was six, Andrew Thomas was four. They had the 11th pick last year, and then they trade back to 20, got Tony. Um, it, it, it's, it's depressing they have another top 10 pick. At least they have two. Seriously, at least they have two of those top 10 picks. But, you know, the, the bottom line is I'm excited. I really am. I mean, I two, three weeks ago, they had Dave Gellman and Joe Judge. Now they have Joe Shane and Brian Dable. 
two massive improvements. As far as the coordinators are concerned, you know, I think they might hire Ken Dorsey as the OC. They may, they they might. I'm not saying they will. They might. Ken Dorsey is the uh, pass game coordinator and quarterbacks coach out in Buffalo. Uh, Dayball and Shane might bring him over uh, to be the uh, the OC. And as far as the defensive coordinator uh, defensive coordinator role is concerned, you know, why not retain Patrick Graham? These players play hard for him. This Giants defense was the strength of the team the last couple of years with Graham at the helm. Uh, a bunch of these defensive players are probably returning. You know, James Bradbury, probably returning. Adora Jackson, Logan Ryan, uh, Tay Crowder, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence. These guys have all played under Graham's system the last two years and have done well. So why not bring Graham back? I mean, it's Dayball's decision and the organization's decision ultimately, but... You know, I, I don't see, I, I, I think bringing, retaining, if Graham doesn't get another job elsewhere, if he doesn't get a, you know, head coach or DC job elsewhere, I don't see the issue with bringing him back uh, and retaining him as the uh, defense coordinator. But we'll find that out, what they decide to do in the next couple of days. But for now, as always, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 107 of the Wide Ride Podcast. Again, I'm Ryan Honey of Lead Sports New York and the Lead Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Honey ESNY. That's at Ryan Honey ESNY. Listen to and subscribe to the Wide Right Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Art Radio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And um, yeah, be excited that the Giants have made two incredible hires. And uh, hopefully, there are more good news is to come. And uh, when it does, I'll uh, get back here. Uh, on this podcast, Mike, and talk to you guys about it. But um, without further ado, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, talk to you soon.